0: All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian. And today we're sipping on another caramel coffee. I'm at the best McDonald's location that I know to get this iced caramel just the way I like it. Back on Parkside Drive, sitting here. We're gonna talk about life today. Just been doing some thinking, looking at some of these people shooting this way, zipping that way. Just wanted to talk about some of those observations. So pour up your cup of coffee. I'll shake up my iced coffee, since you know iced brew is my thing now. Let's take this sip. Oh yeah, nice and slow. And let's get into it. So as I'm sitting here in the parking lot, just over the road, observing people shoot this way, shoot that way, And I'm taking it all in because to start it off, on the way here to this location, there were three cars. I felt like I was thrown into an episode of Fast and the Furious. There were three cars, an orange car, another yellow car, and and this little Camaro. All of them had the souped up motors. You could hear them coming down the road, you know, doing all this, zipping and zapping. All of them, you know, just had to barrel in front of me because I'm going so slow. I'm doing the speed limit, which is 50 miles an hour, but you know, I was just standing still the way they blew by me, right? And the interesting thing was that we all pulled into the same McDonald's location. So they burned all that gas, all that fuel, risked getting all those tickets just to go to the same place that I was getting to at 50 miles an hour. That's what they tend to do. Now, it made me think, I said, am I the old guy now? I'm not trying to be the old guy. I'm a mature male, of course. I've been driving, you know, for what, well over 20 years, so this isn't my first time behind the wheel. Maybe it's their first time behind the wheel or they're still in that new stage like, I just got to drive as fast as I can because wherever I'm going, it's going to disappear before I get there. That's the world they live in. And I can't knock them for that, but that's just their perception of reality. Everything needs to happen now. You know, the road will not be there. McDonald's will close. Walmart will not stand when I get there if I don't go as fast as I can. That's just the motto that some people live by. Whereas I, who've been to McDonald's thousand times, Walmart hundreds of times, you know, the movie theater thousands of times, I've done it all, seen it all, not everything, but most of these things that people are rushing to. And I just don't feel the need to rush anymore. I just don't feel the need to burn the gas, to run, break my neck, trying to see something that I've seen a hundred times before. And it just kind of puts things into perspective because you say, the people that are racing don't know what's up ahead. And the people that are walking, either they don't know what's behind them or they've already been to the front of the line. They've already seen what's up ahead. So they know it's no need in, in rushing and, and wasting all this energy. It's the same with people that, uh, you know, get in a relationship with somebody. You're in a relationship. Your girlfriend doesn't call. Your boyfriend doesn't answer the phone like you think he should. Doesn't hold his mouth a certain way or she doesn't flip her hair a certain way. And you go all off the handle thinking that something's wrong. Something's off. No, it's just relationships. There's going to be things about people you like. and There's going to be things about people you don't like. There's going to be things that you find out in the beginning, learn early on, and then things that don't come out until much later, years down the relationship. Think about it. At the beginning of a relationship, everybody's got on their best clothes. You got your hair cut, fresh shower. If you're a guy, you shaved, new shoes, everything crisp and clean. If you're a girl you know, you got your hair done, nails done, makeup is on point, you know, everything's fitting tight, sitting right. And then, you know, the third, fourth, fifth date, you showing up in your favorite football shirt with the hole in it, right? Or the guy sitting there eating, eating hot dogs and he's dropping mustard all over his shirt. Like he just doesn't care anymore. So people like to make that first impression. They like to speed up to it, you know, rush to it just to get to the the comfortable stuff. And then every now and then, some people shake it up and they keep it interesting, which is a tough act to follow because every day, I mean, to go out and buy new clothes and do everything that you did on that first day and that date, uh, yeah, it could be exhausting. People will give up on that, I mean, after a while. Think about it marriages, they start off, people go in hot and heavy, can't stay out of the bed, can't stay out of the shower. If you're eating, they're eating. If you're reading a book, they're reading a book, every minute, every second, you're together, you're joined at the hip. Six months in, you just want some time to yourself. You just want some breathing room. You're suffocating me, right? You ever use that expression or maybe you've heard that expression, you're suffocating me. When people want space, they just need some me time, some alone time. They feel like their time is being consumed by you. All their time is with you. So they need time away. Same with people at the job. You know, they work, 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 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours, and then they need to take that little vacation, take that break. But like I said, as all these people are rushing around, zipping this way, zipping that way, where are they going? That's the question that pops in my head. Where are you rushing to? Because you did all that to get to the same location I'm at. And literally, across the street, Walmart's over there, right? Probably, I don't know, 300 cars in the parking lot. You have Mazdas, Corollas, Hyundai's, Dodge, you know, Ford, Tesla. We even have some Teslas here. They're all at Walmart. So this person came to Walmart in a $60,000 car. This person came to Walmart in a $3,000 car. We even have a bus stop by Walmart. So this person took a bus to Walmart. And you're all in there buying the same products, laundry detergent. There's nothing in Walmart that anybody that, that anybody just has to break their neck to get to. You're talking dish detergent, you know, laundry, laundry sheets, paper towels, food, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers. The same hot dogs and hamburgers that are at your food line or your Piggly wiggly or your general uh, general grocery store. You have lawn mowers. It's like 8 o'clock at night. I don't think anybody needs a lawnmower right now. You have donuts, fish, pork chops, frozen foods, uh, computers, cell phones, PlayStation games, big screen TVs, products for your vehicle, products for your kitchenware, beauty, household, the whole nine, right? Basic stuff. But nothing that you just have to go over there in a $60,000 car to obtain, right? Like this guy right here, he just pulled up in a 4x4 Ford 350 or whatever that is. a big truck, nice-looking truck, big truck. But he's going to Walmart, the same place the little busted uh, windshield Hyundai is, you know? And they're coming at various speeds. Some people rushing, some people coming solo, some people coming with the car full of people, you know? Five and six people piling out of the car, filing out of the car. So what's the difference? Everybody's got their own journey, but nine times out of 10, the places that these people are going, we've all been. Now, I don't know if you can hear that train in the back, but there is a train, but I'll keep talking so I don't lose my train of thought. (laughs) How appropriate to say that at this point. But either way, all these people are rushing to get here, rushing to get there. A lot of these places we've already been. You remember in school, when you were, I don't know, a freshman, come to the high school, you don't know anybody, you look at the seniors, everybody seems so cool, they got it all together, they're seniors, they're three years ahead of you, right? Maybe even four years, depending on when you went to school, three or four years ahead of you, you know, they got the girlfriends, they got the cars, you know, they got their little jobs, working at Wendy's, working at McDonald's. Whatever's cool was cool at the time, or currently, wherever that is, wherever you're located, you know, they're working, they're doing their things. And you looked up to that and you said, I can't wait until I'm in the 12th grade. I can't wait till I finish high school, right? And then you finish high school, right? Then what? You can't wait till you're old enough to buy alcohol, right? 21 years old. I don't know if they've raised the age. Uh, or old enough to buy tobacco, or old enough to go to this club, old enough to do that, right? So then you've graduated high school, right? You're old enough to drive, you're old enough to drink, you're old enough to go in any establishment that has adult activities, right? You can do it all. You have a job to finance all of it, so you can do anything you want to do, right? Then by the time you're 23, you've done it all. You've been to the club, you've been to the strip club, you've maybe been married, had a kid, you know, went to college, all that stuff, whatever you wanted to do, couldn't wait to do when you were little, you've already done You're 23 years old. You've done everything. So now you're 30. What's left to look at? What's left to look forward to? Plenty. But all those little milestones that most people shoot for, you've already burned through all of them. So as I look at these people that are out here flying down the road, Maybe they're rushing to their girlfriend's house for a date, right? Maybe it's their first date. For me, for you, how many dates have you been on at this point, right? How many naked bodies can you see? I mean, when you see one, you've seen them all, whether it's men or women. You know, I look in the mirror every day. I know how I look. See a woman... I know how she looks. She doesn't even have to take anything off. We already know what's what's there. I've seen it a hundred times. I, I mean, it's it's not like she's going to be a freaking unicorn, right? Like she's just going to take it off and just fly across the room and, you know, in majestic colors and all these things. None of that stuff's going to happen. Or if you meet some some guy, okay, he might be what chiseled like a, a Adonis or something like that, but it's, it's just a guy at the end. It's a body. Same thing you have, right? Chest, arms, muscles, a woman thighs, breast, you know, hips, it's all the same. just looks different, but it's the same thing. nothing special. but we get caught up in that. you know people chase it. Some people make it their whole life. they chase it. That's their goal. That's their shiny fish. They race towards that. you know, They go to jail for it. they kill for it, fight for it. Some people do that for money. Some people do that for family. Some people do that for love. Some people do it out of boredom, right? Everybody's chasing something. Everybody's seeking something. But why is everybody rushing? That's my thing. Where is the fire, right? Now, I've got things that I'm doing, and I've learned that to really get somewhere, you have to take your time because all great things take time. All great things take patience, diligence, persistence to achieve. Anything that's worth having. Like a high school diploma, if they were giving high school diplomas out the back of Walmart, you just pay $50 and you get a high school diploma, it wouldn't mean as much as the four years or three years you spent going through it. Dealing with the, dealing with the bullies, dealing with the teachers, dealing with the gym, dealing with the awkward lunches, the first dates, the awkward conversations with girls, guys, making friends, you know, the after-school sports, the varsity league, junior varsity, league, junior uh, junior varsity, FBLA, chess club, whatever you were into, right? All those things are what makes that diploma meaningful. Or your mom sitting there writing you every freaking day about doing your homework, do this, do that, clean your room. On top of all that, you got to go to school and study for a test to learn about somebody you don't even care about that you'll never meet you know, in 1648, this happened. In 1923, this happened. It's like, I live in the year 2000 and what? Where do I care what happened in 1653, right? But those are the kind of things you went through. So at the end of the day, when you get that diploma, you walk across the stage, it means something. That's why for somebody, uh, let's just say you're going to a, an adult club, an exotic club where women dance, right? Or men dance, whatever you're into. And you know, you're not old enough to get there, but you're fantasizing about it from what, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Then you finally go in there, right? And it's everything you ever wanted it to be. You're just, your mind is blown. (laughs) I'm rethinking my own first experience going to a place like that. Your mind is blown. You will never look at the world the same. It's just a completely different animal, right? So you go in there, You experience it all. You spend all your money. You go back a few times. This time you go back with friends. You take pictures. You do all you can in there, right? And then you've done it five, six, 10, 12 times, right? Now it's old hat, right? It's old hat. Oh, you want to go to the club? Okay, you go. No big deal. Before you used to put on your cologne, a new shirt, shave, cut your hair, or ladies, you know, dress up, whatever club you're, you're into, right? You would Maybe it's just dancing club. You put on your new clothes, new dress you picked up from the mall. You know, you got all the girls together. You guys get at the house. You have a few drinks, a few, um, the warm up, you know, before you get to the party. Then you get there. But after you've done that nine, ten times, it's old hat. Then that weekend becomes just another weekend. Then it becomes part of the routine. So it's not new anymore. You can go with new people, new crowd. But in the end, it's the same thing. Just like that person who starts off great at a party, but at the end of the night, they're the one you have to scrape off the floor. Come on, Harold. Come on, Janice. You know, that person that just can't keep themselves together, drinks a little too much, smokes a little too much, does a little too much. That person, it's the same result, right? For years, it can go on until you do something new. So I'm looking at it like, after you've done all these things, thousands of times. Seen it all thousands of times. What's the rush? So I can only imagine that these people out here getting tickets, speeding, flying down the road, racing, trying to get through life as fast as possible, just haven't lived yet. Just haven't fully lived. And they think that this moment, this second, whatever they're seeking has to be done right now. Like, Five minutes ago like it has to be done now I have to get there now you know little Timmy's having a uh, his third birthday or something like he's three years old who cares he won't even remember you he won't even remember who's there who came to the birthday party like nobody cares but people will make a big deal out of it they will buy you know 60 balloons eight birthday cakes 90 freaking toys that he won't even play with because he's going to play with the one toy that he's been playing with all three years of his life, right? But you just had to go out and buy a whole truckload of gifts, right? But that's the thing. I don't know. It's expectations. It's people racing. And then it's reality. So you kind of have to pace yourself. I'll say that. Pace yourself. Even with things you're pursuing, like your English journey, you're studying English, you want it yesterday. I know you do, because you wouldn't still be in it this long if you weren't hungry for it, you know, if you weren't hungry and just felt it in your blood, like, I got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. But here's the thing. You've been doing it six years, ten years, five years, six days, six minutes. Okay, you've started. After a while, it will be old hat. You'll be sitting here sounding like me, maybe on your own podcast or talking to a coworker, talking to your wife, whoever you're talking to, in English, you know, everything's laced up, all those grammar rules that confused you in the beginning, you know, they're not not even an issue now. You can read any book, watch any movie, any film, go to America, go anywhere, you have no problems. Okay, now you got that. So what's next, right? So I would just say, try to enjoy more of the journey necessarily focusing on the destination. I'm going to say that again because this little Ford or whatever with the motor in it, that doesn't sound like a stock motor just drove by, but I would say focus on the journey more so than getting to the destination because you will get to the destination eventually, but you're going to miss all of the wonderful things that you've passed along the way because you were only looking at the shiny object, passing up all that other rich, beautiful life that could have been seen if you just slowed down, or as they say, stopped to smell the roses. But on that, we'll take another sip, this was a little philosophical moment, but I figured I would share that with you, give you a different uh, spice for your coffee, and I will see you in the next one.